Welcome, welcome. Hola, hola, mi gente bella, beautiful people. Welcome to another edition of Santana Says, where we talk about everything from Roblox to relationships, everything in between, and the overall journey of life. I am excited, as always, to bring you another edition of the show, but also, I'm always pumped when we got another guest. And guess what, y'all? Not only are we continuing with the male energy and bringing males on the show, but we are kicking off a dope dad series. Yes, yes, we are shouting out all fathers all types of fathers all male figures role models all them things so we need that we need that just as much as we need everything else it takes a village and so we are going to talk about that today and so we got our first dope dad what's up what's up beautiful boy how's everybody doing yes and so dope dad could you tell us the good people a little bit about you who are you what you do all them good things sure thing well i'm a man of many hats as you can as you can tell Uh, i'm a father i'm an educator i'm a, a chef entrepreneur um, and I'm just a, a lover of, of life, so I, I try to balance all the, all all of those many aspects. Nice. What's your name? Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> uh, my name is Ricardo Newell. <laughs> Yay! Can't forget about the name. You're also right. known as Gour- Chef Gourmet Gent on Instagram, all the other platforms. But Chef Gourmet Gent is the alias. Nice. And so thank you very much, Ricardo, for being on the show. And we actually crossed paths a couple times. So we have been co-workers like more than once. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so yeah. like we take it back. We have actually. So as far as what we talked a lot about, like educators, those who like serve youth and um, that we've intersected in those two aspects. So like we've done it, you know, like we said twice now. Um, but so what what does draw you? Like, why do you feel like you've always I don't know if you had been doing it way before we met, you know, as far as like being in that field. But like what draws you to the world of serving students what draw me to the world of serving students is the fact that i had so many uh mentors and educators who played an instrumental role in my life so just understanding uh the important work that they did and kind of shaping my whole development i felt as if it was a personal obligation and responsibility to essentially give back and and help uh, mold and shape someone else in order to be great uh so they they put it in me so i I feel obligated to put it in others Nice. It's, it's very rewarding and fulfilling in a sense I appreciate that. I'm glad to hear it. And you did mention the alias Gourmet Gent. What exactly is that for people that might not know? You know what I'm saying? What is it that you do with that? And yes, what is that? So the Gourmet Gent, like I said, is just an alias. I'm a chef um, at heart. Uh, So I do a lot of uh, uh, fine dining experiences, Mm -hmm. not only for couples, but I also uh, create... Uh, amazing, extraordinary experiences just for those that Ew. are looking for, you know, a personal chef, private chef, or just a, a, a extraordinary catering experience. Okay, y'all heard it, extraordinary. So if y'all <laughs> trying to get that extra, yeah, that extra, you know what I'm saying, razzle dazzle on y'all events, then you need to hit up the gourmet gent. Absolutely. Have you always cooked though? Because you know, not always we hear the guys. You know what I'm saying? Typically cook. So has that always been your jam or like? No, who actually, you on? I kind of went through a break. Uh, I, I went through a breakup, and then I found myself, you know, as a man. Uh, not acknowledging the fact that I was hurt. So I'm like, you know what, man, I'm right back to the game, back to what I quote unquote thought I knew. Mm-hmm. And um, at the end of the day, I was dating. I was experiencing a lot of a lot of highs, but at the end of the day, my bank account was experiencing a lot of record lows. <laughs> and then outside of that, I found myself, you know, across <laughs> the table, um, you know, going through that whole interviewing phase, you know, with with a, a young lady that, you know, I may not necessarily be certainly interested in, and vice versa. So essentially, they wanted a, a free meal, and I may have wanted a cheap thrill at that time in my life. And then you know, I realized I'm like, you know what, man, this is not even what I want. Let me learn how to be single and satisfied, and um, and just being whole as, as in, in general. So I decided to kind of take a step back and just focus on wholeness and, and, uh, and wellness. So um, I, I went on a self journey as it relates to culinary arts, 
and I wanted to be a self-taught chef. Um, so I, I watched a lot of YouTube okay. and really just engulfed myself in the, in the world of, of, of culinary arts. And um, next thing you know, it just one thing kind of led to another. I would have friends and family over. They would taste the food, try the food, and ultimately fall in love with the food. And that gave me a great sense of joy. And then, um, you know, they would take uh, pictures, post it on Instagram. You know, that would catch a whirlwind of fire. A lot of people would express interest. And then next thing you know, things kind of took off um, and kind of led to where I am today. Okay. What? (laughs) So I don't always hear that. So you're saying that you actually had, so a breakup actually led to a breakthrough for you as far as finding out something that could then, you know, like be part of your purpose now and like ways that you get back. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yep. Uh, You know, the, the, the breakup allowed me to really kind of take a step back and put things into proper perspective. And then from there, um, it allowed me to discover gifts that I never knew that I, that I had. Um, So essentially it was always in me. It was just a matter of of tapping into it and kind of just bringing it out to the forefront. Oh, okay. And that is good to hear because, like, I know a lot of us may not always do well when it comes to relationships. You know what I'm saying? I, for one, can say that even as a person who speaks on relationships, that doesn't mean that I'm, like, the quintessential expert, you know, and that I know everything there is. But I just, I think that you definitely touched on a great point, though, that that's the thing. We sometimes get very engulfed in relationships, and I don't know that that's always a bad thing. I will say that as a Scorpio, one of my uh, traits is definitely Same. like, oh, yeah, 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 we can get into that. You know what I'm saying? But um, loyalty is usually high on the list, and so I feel like I get very, you know, involved in things and all that, and that actually is why I feel like I've taken my time when it comes to getting a relationship because I know that I get highly invested, right. and I want it to be real worth it. If I'm going to do all that, you know what I'm saying, I would like to do that, but I like what you're saying, that you can use your the time that you're single to actually very like effectively you know what i'm saying it doesn't have to be where you're just waiting on the next person to come around or just like what's gonna happen you can use that time productively to figure out more about you you know what i'm saying it's something that you can give and in your case like a super great contribution now to the world but like you know that like you said you shared with family and all that but now it's you know now it's been a source of income for you too so like why not the bonus of the fact that it can also be that and so like like you mentioned i know you said that you provide experiences and all those things but like are you in different places like where all do you provide the cooking experience? Yeah, I'm everywhere. I mean, that gift pretty much uh, took me all around the world in a sense. Um, and uh, you can find me all over Cleveland. I, not only am I, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm never really in one in one central place. I'm always kind of traveling as a personal chef. Uh, so you know, you can find me, you know, anywhere and everywhere. Serving, you know, coming to a home near you. Okay, look at that. Yeah, he already letting y'all know. So, you know what I'm saying? You better tap in, find him, and do that. Um, But then also within the world of relationships and all of that, and, like, you know, being able to find yourself, I think it's great that you have found yourself and you have these different things now, like, that you pour into. But have you had other success since, like, that breakup, for example, relationship-wise? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Like I said, every time I look at a plate, I look at myself. Um, Okay. One thing I learned about cooking is that, it, it teaches you the art of time management, and it taught me the, the importance of really just kind of slowing down. So in slowing down, I was able to to really kind of speed up in terms of understanding, like, what I want in life or uh, or what's most important. Right. Uh, so that, that really helped me to kind of, you know, buy time back in a sense. So, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've been able to find success. You know, I got, I got a lucky, lucky gym. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I would consider myself to be lucky in a sense, you know what I mean, rather than vice versa, but... Okay, good enough. And then, and I do love to hear that, you know what I'm saying? And shout out to, you know, all those in wonderful relationships, you know, that can be celebrated and all that. But, like, what would you say, like, helps make it, like, successful now compared to maybe relationships you've had before? Um, I think, I think the hardest part about, it's not the hard part, but I think what what helps to make relationships successful 
it's really kind of just being vulnerable and, yeah. um, you know, being open and honest as it relates to communication. That definitely helps a lot. I think, um, you know, oftentimes, you know, when you're going through life, you kind of, you especially as a person, you may have some things or high parts of yourself, but right. I think it's easier to kind of maneuver through life and to maneuver through a relationship when you're honest right. and uh, well, honest with yourself and then when you're honest with other people. Right. Um, and then just always bringing a spirit of, of, of joy, spice, and entertainment to the relationship. So, okay. uh, you know, when you're in a relationship, you got you, you always got to remember that you always have to continue to date and have fun or else it'll be dull and stagnant. Yeah, yeah boring. We ain't yeah. trying to have that. Exactly. Well, no, and I do love to um, definitely to hear that. But it's interesting that you mentioned so vulnerability. So right. I heard vulnerability, definitely like honesty. Do you feel like that's easy as a man in society to do that? I'm going to be honest. I mean, for the <laughs> longest, um, it, it was definitely hard. Right. I mean, to me, I'm, I'm still I still struggle with that in different areas. But, you right. know, thanks to counseling and having good friends that, that hold me accountable and that I can have you know, help the conversations with. I've definitely grown in a lot of different areas. Right. But I think, you know, having children definitely helps with that. Mm. Um, because uh, you know, when I look at my daughter when I you know when I'm when I'm with my bonus son, you know, when I see them I, I I'm forced to to hold myself accountable by mm. being the the person that I know I can be. And right. being a being, by being a better version of myself in it in a sense. Ooh. And then, of course, you brought it right there to also, you know, having children and like, you know, what that does. And so I agree. I feel like, you know, having children, <laughs> as we've talked about, definitely like puts you in a whole different lens. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. You, you know, you can't really look at the world the same once you have children and once you know that there are people looking up to you. Right. And so, like, you know, I did love hearing that. And so and I, and I heard two children. Too. Yeah, yes. Too. So, like, what in the world has that been like for you? So, I mean, it's like I said, it's a have and have. And in a sense, I feel like a new dad, being as though I have my, uh, my the first child of my own. Right. Um, you know, she's going on too. So, you know, oh. still going through that whole infant toddler phase, which is pretty cool and exciting. Right. And just watching her blossom into a young lady, just it's just beautiful. Right. So, like, when I see her grow as a woman, you know, I'm always reminded, like, yo, you got to move differently, right. especially as it relates to you know how you conduct yourself and how you. Uh, approach women or respect women right so uh that's been dope and then you know raising the uh having the the, the honor of, of being uh i guess a stepdad is, is super dope right. because i'm seen as uh another another or, or a more positive or a positive male role model in his life right. um so and in, in understanding that you know his father is not actively around or is not you know physically present you know, I have to assume a greater level of responsibility as it relates to really shaping his development right. and molding him him into a man. So, you know, that's been cool. He's uh he's going on twelve, wow. so a, a young teen in the making. Yeah. Um. So that's that that comes with a lot of highs and lows because they're going through that whole uh, maturity phase and they're gonna test you a little bit. So, okay. um, understanding that you know he's not my own, I can't always approach the same. I can't approach him the same way I would approach my daughter. Had to the same level of tone and firmness or, right. you know, the my, my own desire of parenting as I would with him because, you know, different scenarios. So, um, and understanding his background, I have to, I guess, approach it with some more gentle parenting practices, yeah. which I never agree with uh, uh, initially from the start. <laughs> yeah. But in understanding him and understanding, you know, different personalities and understanding, the I guess, the, the depths of, lo of love as it relates right. to um, what he needs, it, it definitely had to... Um, I definitely had to look at myself differently and look at uh, the role of parenting. 
Mm. I agree. Oh, and it's a journey. Yeah, and then, like you said, you have the two different ends of the spectrum. But speaking of that, like, so how were you raised, though? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what would you say was, you know, how was it like for you, your upbringing? My upbringing, it was, um, I mean, initially coming up, you know what I mean? I lived in a two-parent household and my parents separated. So, you know, that created some interesting uh, family dynamics. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, I was raised, you know, children are to be seen and not heard and um, you know, to, to discipline your child so that way they don't stray, you know, all that all that good right. stuff. Uh, a lot of my family, you know, they kind of, they, um, they raised me in the church. So a lot of those practices, the elders, you know, they, they had a way of disciplining and correcting me. So yep. it's kind of different nowadays because all of those same principles and practices don't always apply across the board nowadays. Right. I mean, I try to keep it true, you know, within my household. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's nowadays it's, it's different, man, seeing, you know, some of the children at the school and how they approach authority. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a lot different for, for most to understand, but, um, you know, as an educator, I've, I've definitely learned how to, to understand those different personalities and how to understand, you know, where, you know, the parenting that I, or from my area, you know, right. where it may have fallen short right. because with, you know, now with this today's generation, kids like to talk back or they like to question. And sometimes you want, it's easy to want to pop them in the face, you know, <laughs> Old school, like thinking, and right. no, I don't practice, um, you know, child abuse. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but it's easy to, you know, to want to discipline them or to go upside their head. Right. But then you have to realize, like, yo, they really, they're asking questions. They're right. curious. Uh, they're finding their voice. Uh, they're they they're finding a way to de to debate or negotiate. Mm -hmm. um, because you know, with with uh, my son. He, he he likes to always question or to have a rebuttal. <laughs> and I'll be like, you know, in my mind, I'll be like, bro, like, you just right. don't know just or you better exactly. go somewhere. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? He was right in his questioning. Yeah. Or it's like, I could adopt another approach. Right. Or it's like, well, you can't really be mad at him for asking, for posing that question because it does have some validity. Right. So it's like, you know what? I respect it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, He's developing a, a greater level of self-confidence within right. himself. He's empowering his voice. And, um, and he's also developing, I would, I would consider a trace of a great leader. Mm. So okay. he, sometimes you got to let it ride or allow it to have its place in that particular moment. In certain, mo in certain moments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think, who you definitely agree. Because it, it is kind of funny to be like, yeah, your kids was right, but they they do be right. You know right. what I'm saying? Sometimes, even though they do that. And I think, I agree. Because especially with my oldest, like, sometimes she's going to challenge. And I feel like sometimes I get taken all, taken aback just by the challenge itself oh, first. Yeah. They're going to touch your gangster. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was like, hold on now. Sure. You, especially right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I you don't want me to go off right, you know, in this instant. But then I agree. She be having some, like, real great intellect. So yeah. I be having to, like, check myself like well actually she had a point right. you're just gonna have to yeah humble yourself and see that yeah, actually right. yeah. it wasn't bad right and like yeah they're not doing that for any reason and like you said they do advocate better Let, right. let's be clear and i but i i agree with you that that whole scene and not be heard who child that's what i feel like i heard too you know yeah. what i'm saying like kids you should know your place right absolutely yeah and so like it was no none of this i would have never popped off the way our kids do not that. at all you know what i'm saying not we don't all. do that i wouldn't like, even been in certain rooms <laughs> exactly i think, I think in, a, in a sense it's like man these kids shouldn't even be in rooms here in certain conversations yeah. but at the end of the day it's best for them to kind of sit in these different rooms and these different right. spaces so that way they can they can have perspective right. and they can understand the world a lot differently opposed to 
uh, having Instagram and social media yeah. and the internet, you know, create a false narrative or, to, you know, yep. to to direct them in certain different ways. That is true. Exactly. Like, I'd rather they get the information from here. And then right. let me help you interpret it. Absolutely. Because that's what I think, too. I didn't realize she was getting so much information. But I'm like, dang, if you are going to get it, then at least come to me come to so me. I can help right. you make sense of it. Right. And, like, you know, have it. Because I do think that she's good about getting that. But I don't think she realizes she doesn't have, like, all of the things to be able to, like, make sense. And then you can't. A lot of times you know today's generation doesn't always have the i guess the, the ability or the yeah the ability to really filter through things no so i think that's the importance of kind of having them in the room and, and, and it also creates a, a greater opportunity to have those teachable moments together right. um because you know with my son um he's in the room a lot you know what i mean <laughs> um, but we always have a lot of conversations so it's like all right cool you know what i mean he was with me on these different uh, when we was out and about, what's your right. thoughts? Um, or we we always have some debrief. Yeah. And that's good to be able to, like, check in. And it, and I agree because exposure is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I do think that, like, it's not bad that they are seeing things, but I do think that there's just a lot of it. Right. <laughs> and it's hard to reel all that in because they just have gotten way more exposure than I've ever seen in a lifetime, like some right. of these kids. And it's not hard to do. Like you said, they could be in the room seeing a lot of things, especially across the different platforms, yeah. like, in general. So, like, it can come to them. Right. But I do think I agree that, like, if we can provide that piece to help them navigate it better, then at least it can. For sure. But I mean, so hearing the challenge, right? So like, and I appreciate that you shared that, you know, he's your bonus, you know, bonus baby. Yeah. You know, you've taken in that role, which is commendable. For, you know, first of all, let's shout out that. You know what I'm saying? So like, there are parents out here, you know what I'm saying, who are raising kids. And even whether they are their own or not. And you know what I'm saying? You didn't have to do that. And you did. You know right. what I'm saying? And stepped into a role like that. So I think that's dope. It took me a minute to get there, to be honest. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I remember like back in the day, you know, hearing, you know, the TLC song Scrubs. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, women hated on men with no car. And it's like, that really stuck. I mean, even though, like, you know, I, I, I was always the type to have my own, just hearing how women were so quick to dismiss men for certain for certain things, mm. you know, I felt as if um, I had the ability to dismiss women with children. Mm. And that's just being honest Ooh. and transparent. Okay. But it took a lot of growth and development on my behalf to be like, you to, to, to really be like, you know what? This girl is doing everything by herself, you know, raising these kids. And you got you to gotta take your hat off because... To know that women are, I mean, at the end of the day, I want to commend all women out there that are raising children, you know, whether you are with your significant other doing it by yourself, because at the end of the day, you are, you're the real MVP mm. uh, from nursing a child to taking care of them to managing all the day to day household, day to day responsibilities within the household to getting to and from practice. Um, you know, that's a, that's a lot, man, on, on, on any person, especially those that are single parents. I know a lot of single parents that are incredible parents, make sure their children uh, have you know anything and everything go above and beyond to ensure it so you know I def definitely want to tip, tip my hat off so in seeing that that really changed my perspective on uh on being with a woman with a child right you know not only you know did I want to help to um to be a support to, to be a support person but I also wanted to 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 play a role in uh in their, ch in their children's lives as well the mm. child and children's lives and I appreciate your honesty because same here. I mean, so as as the woman, one of those single women that you just described, which I appreciate, you know, a little shout out. I'm going to put myself in there too. Yeah, in there. But it's just that, no, it's true. Like, I've definitely, I had those moments too, though, where I was like, okay, now I just feel like I'm probably just going to be single forever because who the hell is going to want to date somebody? I Like, you got to, like, date me and get to know me. But then I also come with all this, you know? So, like, and I'm not going to lie. I think I made the cardinal mistake of thinking that it wasn't good to be honest about having kids because right. I, like, didn't want to be judged about that. But then I'm like, that's lying. <laughs> 
what the hell? How you gonna cover up something that's very much a part of who I am? But like, so, you know, so I think we've all, but agreeably, as you all heard, there is hope, you know what I'm saying? And there are people that will see your value, you know, and that you don't have to count yourself out just because of, you know, what you have going on. And if anything, you should see that as a strength that it is, you know what I'm saying? Because not everybody can do that. And just to piggyback off of that, uh, a woman, a woman with children are in my eyesight nowadays as a more mature man, um, are kind of seen as more favorable in my eyesight, being as though uh, their ability to raise children uh, help has helped to to shape their character and their resolve, and they have a greater sense of resiliency. And I just uh-huh. think that's super, super dope. I mean, nowadays, you know, there are several women out there that are, you know, surfacely attractive. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, that superficial stuff go out go out the window. You know, when you're grown and mature. And you, you begin to focus on uh, more important things, such as, like, the, you know, the character, the identity, what they believe in their values, um, and how that essentially shapes a person. Mm. So, yeah, I, I think it's, you know, any woman that, that bears children that's, that's holding it down is, is super dope in my eyesight. I, I, I appreciate that. And then was it, do you think that it influenced at all? Like, cause so now you both, so that same person that already had a child, yeah. you all have now have a child together. Correct. Was yeah. it in, like, do you think that that it was, it was helpful to see how they were as a parent first, you know what I'm saying? Before having that experience or was it still like completely new and all that? You know what I mean? How'd you take that all in? At first, I mean, like most men, I, well, I want to say most men, I went over generalized, but at first it was like, I wouldn't even think about the child. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? I was thinking about the woman. Like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, right. you fine, this, that, and the third. Like, I want to get to know you. <laughs> and then, you know, in disclosing, like, I got a child. It's like, okay, that's cool, whatever. But what, <laughs> but what about you? You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm trying, I'm trying to get the time right. <laughs> right. But, um, you know, having the opportunity to, um, you know, to meet her son. Because at first she, she was uh, she was real apprehensive. Um, it really kind of uh, helped to change the trajectory of the relationship. Because I'm like, yo, she do got a son. And the son took to me, like, uh, very early. And I mean, it was funny because, you know, I remember, when, you know, going to his basketball game, going to his basketball practice, and I wasn't even uh, necessarily going for the practice. It was just an opportunity for, you know, us to kind of be in that same space and, um, you know, just to get a little time. Right. And uh, from there, she was like, yo, um, you know, we thinking about going to Chick-fil-A or whatever. And the son was like, yo, you should come with us. Mm. So, I, we, you know, we rode. I'm like, ain't nothing to it. I can get a little chick piece, you know, a little, <laughs> little, <laughs> little chicken nugget move, whatnot. Right. And uh, we was there. Every, everything was a vibe. And um, at the time, he was like, yo, we trying to go in a ball pit. And I'm just like, all right, you do your thing. <laughs> and then, <laughs> we're like, no, nah, you I'll coming too, bro. I'm like, all right, then. So, like, it, it, it allowed me to realize, like, I still had an inner child in me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was like a dope experience. And then from there, like. It was, it was like the weirdest thing. Like, something happened. He had some water on his hand. So he, like, rubbed it across my face, and he was like, Simba. And it was like a, it was a joke to him. <laughs> right. But it was like a super dope moment. I was just like, man, it's weird. But I'm just like, why you just do that? But I'm just like, that's kind of dope, though. Right. It, it was cool. He it, was, it was funny. Yep. So that yeah. was, like, one thing that really stuck to me, stuck out to me about, like, that particular moment in time and, um, and the fact that he really clung to me. So I saw it as a, uh, not necessarily as a responsibility, but I wanted to be a part of his life since, since he thought I was, you know, a dope dude or, right. you know, uh, worthy enough to kind of be and not only in his mom's life, but in mm-hmm. his life or to talk or at least talking to his mom because we was in the talking phase. Right. But he was like, yo, I think you're cool. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, you know what? I want to, you know, support you, at least come around a little bit more often. Oh, and I was going to and that and I'm glad you like mentioned that because that's what I was going to ask, too. I was like, was it always easy? Like, do you feel like like was there ever moments where it was difficult for him to accept you or anything like that? Or like, um, you know. Like initially, um, you know, I was living in Philly at the time, and it was it was a whole lot easier uh, because 
I wasn't always I was I was there, but then I relocated back to Cleveland. Right. And then we was kind of doing like the long distance thing or whatever. Right. And um, and that was like easy. Yeah. And then um, you know, uh, mom ended up getting a job, moved her to Cleveland, and it's right. like okay, that's cool and all. But it didn't really hit me, you know what I'm saying? Especially, like, the relationship, co-parenting. Right. Until, like, she moves here in Cleveland. So I'm like, yo, this real. You know what I mean? Right. Like, everything is real now. The relationship, the parenting, yep. the whole nah. So I'm just like, all right, cool. Let me tighten up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, exactly. As soon as, you know, began to tighten up, because they uh, they end up moving in, um, you know, during that time. And then as soon as uh, everything started to tighten up, you know, we discovered that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, wow, it, it all hit me at one time. So like, literally, and then it was like, you know, like, they're like during the pandemic time. So it was just a lot being thrown <laughs> at me. It was no time to breathe. Think, yeah. um, you know, one could have easily like turned to a mental health issue, but I'm like, you know what, <laughs> let me just breathe and let me, you know, t- start talking to people, start mm-hmm. opening up about how I'm feeling or where I'm struggling, so on and so forth. And uh, that really helped. Um, and then um, having him here in Cleveland, like, that was different because it was the first time, like, we was under one roof. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I had to kind of step in and be a little disciplinarian. And at times, she was like, yo, why are you not saying nothing when I'm telling him to, to, to do something or when I'm correcting him? Because right. I'm like, that that's not my place. Yeah, You know what I mean? Respectfully, he's not my son. So I don't have the ability or the say-so to impose or right. to tell him to do certain things. So right. she's like, no, nah, like. You have the respect and authority, you know what I mean, to, to challenge him or to correct him. Yeah. So I'm just like, dang, yo, like this, this is getting real. <laughs> so at times in which I did step in and check, uh, I mean not to check, but the uh, the correct um, or to discipline. He was like, whoa, man, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he was thrown off. Like <laughs> he hold was on. definitely thrown off. <laughs> um, and then that frustrated me a lot because I'm just like, yo, like maybe I ain't cut out for this parenting. Like maybe <laughs> yeah, I ain't cut out for all not. this. Right. But um. You know, having having more opportunities to talk to other parents and, you know, finding those different, uh, I guess, safe spaces or whatever that had an outlet definitely right. helped out tremendously. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. But see. I mean, with any child, you know what I mean? Nobody want to be, you know, disciplined or corrected or to be told <laughs> yep. no. Because I remember like that, you know, with this with this new generation, yep. you take the controller away from them or the TV, <laughs> they going to have a whole conniption fit. So I, <laughs> yeah. I remember one time I'm like, yo, it's... Three o'clock at night, you off the game. It's over with. You know what I mean? Go to sleep. <laughs> he, you know, he, he, he about to set it off. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're both about believe. to go at it. I'm like, man, wait a minute. <laughs> and um, then I'm like, you know what, man? He can play the game. Right. Like, I'm he's silly, man. Why am I tripping? No. Um, so, you know, I had to learn, you know, when to let off the gas and yeah. when to, you know, and when to apply it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's one thing for sure. Oh, yeah. It's time and place for everything. That is true. And picking your battles, you know, like when you can and like when they're appropriate, but when they're needed. Right. You know what I'm saying? And all that. But that's an interesting journey. So that's that's awesome to hear that, like, how it was. And but as someone, too, like since you mentioned that at one point it was long distance and then it became, you know, it it became local, you know what I'm saying? And all that. And it did hit you at a time where everybody was having life hit them. And then that's interesting that you said pandemic, because I know that that means not only were y'all living together, but y'all up under each other. Because we were all, I know, because we weren't able to leave the house. So you're like, whoop, whoop. But like, interestingly though, for those who may be also in long distance, like situations, did you feel like it was successful? Like, was it for you at least? Like, can you see it working for people that have to do that? Or like... With the long distance parenting? Or or, the long distance relationship? Relationships, yeah, period. Um, yes, I, I thought it was helpful um, primarily because we didn't always spend a lot of time together. Right. Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, with, you know, a lot of today's relationships, um, 
you know, the relationship is measured by the sex or, you know, how much money is being spent or, the, mm. you know, the time out. Right. But, um, you know, during that particular time when we was doing the long distance thing, it helped me to really uh, understand the importance of communication. Right. Uh, so that definitely helped out tremendously. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, see, and that's interesting. And that's and that's good to hear because some people don't always, you know, they're not always doing it, like, by choice. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you know, sometimes it's because, like, of yeah, job yeah. opportunities, the person can't always go with them and all that. But there are ways to be able to make it work, especially if you want to. Right. Because with a lot of these things that we're talking about, you got to want to, like, be committed to that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, I mean, I'm definitely not hearing from you that you were just, like, half-assed doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you right. really had to be in that. And even, you know, and like you, and I also appreciate, like you said, the honesty of the fact that it wasn't always easy to do that. That, yeah, not at you all. know what I'm saying but you did want to right. and you know you saw that commitment you actually wanted to step up and do that so like I think that's dope and that's also what helped you to then keep that going yeah. you know what I'm saying to be honest like the level of investment not only for myself but you know obviously. oh yeah absolutely but then you, like you said the thing is that then you found out she was pregnant yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I am yeah. curious like, like oh snacks yeah so like <laughs> how was so you had already had all this experience built up as you know stepfather bonus dad you know what I'm saying and doing all these things what was it like to find out that you were not gonna be a dad yourself in a different way uh, it was different cause I'm telling you like it was like June 21st on the move in like hey we getting situated this Saturday third. you remember the like, date and everything yeah yeah <laughs> then it's like New Year's um, on New, oh yeah New Year's Eve it's like countdown Right. You know, the bell, the clock broke or struck, struck or whatever. Right. I found out she was pregnant. So I'm like, oh, snaps. <laughs> and it ain't really hit me, you know what I mean? Because, like, it ain't really hit me until, like, maybe, like, the seventh month. Mm. Six months. Really? I mean, you, you, you see the pictures or whatever. You know they look like the little, you know, the little alien baby or whatever, the little reptile, and it's like, oh, all right, yeah, you know thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a gray and white picture. But then they hear the heartbeat, and it's like, yo, this is yeah, really happening. Now. Yeah, yeah it's happening. And um, honestly, like, it took a long time to really, like, hit me, like, because I never had time to slow down. Like, right. like, it was pandemic, you know what I mean? I was transitioning jobs at the time. Yep. Like, you know, they had moved in. Uh, I was, you know, doing the entrepreneurship thing, you yeah. know, on a full-time basis just as much as, you know, I was working my full-time job. Right. And then I was in the, I was at the time I was in the uh, market to, uh, to buy, to, to buy a home. Mm. So I was searching the housing market. Then I was Man. closing on the house. And then, you know what I mean? I was doing like some rehab work on the house. Mm. So it didn't really get real until like, you know, I held the baby in my hands and I'm just like, dang, like. Ready or not, here it comes. Like you, you a daddy, <laughs> right? But, it, but I mean, and it was like it wasn't no playbook. So I'm just like, man, how I'm gonna do this? How I'm gonna <laughs> right. afford this child? You know what right. I mean? Um, you know what's gonna happen with my life? You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then what's gonna happen to my business? You know what I mean? Essentially, <laughs> right. like having a business, you know that's your baby. Yeah. Uh, because that requires a large investment of time. Like you got to mm. you got to nurture to it. Right. You know you got to feed it. You got you know what I mean. The whole <laughs> nine. It's, it's, it's literally yeah. a, your brainchild. So yeah. you got to you got to take care of it just the same. So like I think the initially it was hard because you know when she was a baby, that's when the business was like full throttle. You know mm. what I mean. I was I was working with some athletes at the time, mm. um, and it's like yo I can't afford to slow down. Like right, not I know right now. She here and the baby here. Like you got it. You a mom. That's your job. Mm. As a man, my job is to provide. Right. And you know what I mean. As you know as as this generation would say to go get that bag. Right. So that was my whole mentality is like to work. Right. Uh, it wasn't about necessarily spending time in the nurturing. And then she like, yo, bro, like I see you working. That's right. cool. You doing your thing. And I support that. But you got a child now. Right. And you're going to have to put that on pause. <laughs> mm. And I'm just like, 
Nah. Who are you talking to? You know, <laughs> that was my thought process at the time. I'm like, no, I'm not about to slow this thing down. I'm like, we in motion. <laughs> Catch but, me if um, But I had to realize, like, yo, the time is now. Like, right. I, I'm raising a girl. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. a boy is probably different. Like, God knew what he was doing when he gave me a girl. Because if I had a boy, it's like, all right, you know what I'm saying, tough love. But a girl, <laughs> yeah. it's like, my, my daughter, she... She adores me, you know what I mean? Like, she Aww. literally, now that she's getting older, like, she literally forces me to take time. She'll grab my face, she'll look me in my eyes, and she'll just get lost. And she like, yo, I need all your attention right here. Right. And, um, so, and understanding that I did stop and I take my take the time to um, to spend those church, to spend those memorable moments with my daughter when she was so right. young, it helped to, to really uh, establish that relationship that we have right. uh, now at, at this point in time. Mm. And I, I'm I'm forever grateful that I did take the opportunity to really slow down Aww. and uh, to take that that measure of investment. Yes, and y'all yeah. heard it. Cause see that distraction stuff that don't be last so long, y'all. Stuff gonna yeah. still catch up with you. You can stay busy, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? But life will still like you know hit you in different times. So like we gotta take that time to do that. You know what I mean? And these yeah. moments are precious that you're describing. And I mean, you can make money all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hand over fist. It will be but there. At the end of the day, like. You know, when I when I when I was working and even now, like when I'm at different gigs, I'm just like I love what I do, do what I love. Right. But like I'm missing my baby. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I can't Aww. wait home to get to my babies. Oh um, so cute. So yeah. So I mean, as as a man, you wanna be that provider, but right. that whole feeling of guilt still runs through your brain and like, yo, right. like I'm not with my family or you know what yeah. I mean? Like you think about all the all the sacrifice that you have to make as a man or as a provider, right? But at the same time, it's like, what am I what am I really sacrificing? Mm. So you know, a lot of times you can go chase the bag, but at the end of the day, like, I'm, money I, at the at the end of the day, time is the greatest form of currency. Mm. So it's like, yes, you know yes. what I mean? I want to be able to make an equal investment yeah. as it relates to you know making money and being able to enjoy, um, you know, priceless moments. You know what I'm saying with family and friends. Right on, because so I don't. It's just a balance. That's true, because you also don't want to look up and not have anybody to share that money with. with. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not about the journey. It's not about the destination. It's about the company. All right. So, you know what I'm saying? Hey. All those things that's in the middle of it. Because, right. you know, when I'm when I'm on this whole solo entrepreneurship journey, it definitely get lonely. Right. But at the end of the day, like, I still got friends that hold me down at that check-in. Like, yo, Rick, you good? Right. Or we support you. We see you doing your thing. Uh, well, you know, if you need something, we got you. And having right family to stick by my side, they be like, you know what? We got, we got your daughter, you know what I'm saying? Right. We watched her this weekend, my mom, my sister. Aww. You know what I mean? They definitely hold me down throughout that process. So, yeah, it's, it's about, you know, balance and being there, being there for the people that's being there for you. And oh, I think yes. that's, a, that's you know, the importance of being, like, a dope dad. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Make it time for your kids, make it time for your family, and make right. it time for what's most important. I agree. But I am going to ask you, though. So, as a dad of a girl, are you freaked out at all about having to raise a girl in this nah, world? No, nah, I'm freaked out because I'm, I, give, I give her the game early. You know okay. what I mean? She's going to put her on to She knows what to expect. She will know what to expect. And yes. not only that, but when she look at her dad, you know what I mean? Like, you know, from birth, yeah. nah, that wasn't the best version. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? Daily, she's getting a better version of myself, a uh, better version of what it means to be, uh, or the, what it means to be. In the presence of a real man, hey. you know what it means to be honored, cherished, and adored, uh, to be protected, so on and so forth. So I'm giving her, I'm showing her those principles of chivalry uh, on a daily basis. Look at that. Uh, nice. So now I'm just curious, like, so what uh, goals do you have for the future? on Dad-wise, entrepreneurship-wise, what's, what's life going to look like on the horizon? Dad-wise, entrepreneurship-wise, um, you know, my bonus son, he like, he a gamer. You know, he, he talked about Roblox at the beginning. Okay. So yeah, yeah he, he all about the V bucks and the Fortnite and like 
you know, the, he, he do a lot of substantial investment in YouTube, YouTube University. Oh, yes. And I ain't even talking about the educational stuff. I'm talking about the stuff that's, you know, I wouldn't say destructive, but the stuff that's time wasters. Yeah. So now, you know what I mean? My huge focus is to to teach him the importance of uh, of money, mm. currency, right. uh, you know, how to make it, how to invest it, so on and so forth. Right. Um. So, don't, you know, those definitely, you know, family goals, parenting goals. Right. And, um, you know, raising a daughter. She uh, she got a lot of uh, gifts and talents that's inside of her. Scenes. Right. You know, I got a little Picasso on my hands. I came okay. home one day. Hey. And, uh, you know, I, I started to go, you know, as, as the young people would say, uh, ape stuff. Okay. Started to go crazy, in other words. Because... <laughs> I see crayon all over my walls. Oh, Lord. I mean? Uh-uh. Beautiful, Couldn't be me. <laughs> beautiful paintings all over my walls. <laughs> oh, no. and, um, and then I was just like, yo. You know what I mean? Because at first, before she started writing on the wall, she had a, a note, a nice little, um, the flip paper, flipboard papers. Yep. That was uh, that was on her wall. The mom put it on the wall, so it wasn't me. <laughs> but at first, she was doing good with staying on the paper. And then I guess she realized that you, she like, yo, you know what I mean? I live with no boundaries. She, I guess she's like me. She lived with no boundaries. Yep. And she realized that she wanted to write outside the lines, which means she ultimately started writing on my wall. Oh, no. And I mean, granted, it was pissed because, you know what I mean? I, I, I spent a lot of time and money, right. you know, making sure that the house, you know, was to my liking. Um, but yeah, she started writing all over the walls and I'm like, you know what? At first I, instead of being mad, I had to look at, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the gifts that she had inside of her. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, yo, she's skilled at, at art and, and drawing and she knows how to hold a pencil. And like, she's really excited about, you know, art and drawing. So it was like, right. let me help her, help her to cultivate that gift. She's incredibly fast. I'm putting her in track and put her in gymnastics. So, you know what I mean? I'm going to continue to help her to hone those gifts and talents. And um, same same with the bonus son, same with my son, and um, uh-huh. yeah. And but I guess as it relates to sports and all that stuff, it's knowing when to press the gas to be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? You good at this? Go right. for it. But it's also important to be like, yo, this ain't your gift. It's not your lane. Right. This ain't it. Like I noticed that he wanted to play basketball, and I'm like, bro, I'm not about to be wasting my time out here. Like, <laughs> That's, yeah. that's not your skill set. Right. So I had to put him in different sports that, you know what I mean, what she was shining in was a whole lot better. Right. Because nowadays, you know, you have so many parents that's, that, that, that's uh, sideline coaches mm-hmm. and that's where their kid going to the league. But sometimes you got to <laughs> let your kid be a kid or, you yeah. know what I mean, you got to let them have their moments, make mistakes, so on and so forth. So just learning, like I said, when to press the gas for them and when to let off is important. Oh, amen. Yes, yes. Because I be yeah. And as a mom that also has them in, like, activities, I hear you on that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you also don't want to just be putting them into, you know, too many things that they're not that they're not going to be invested in either. Yeah. But also that you're doing it more for you than you are for them. You know right. what I'm saying? You got to make sure that they actually honor that commitment and all those things. And then, and that they really do like to do it and that they're good at it. Like yeah. you said, that combination, because it also come with commitment. And so I also don't put my kids in stuff that they wanted and that they might be good at, but then they also fail to realize the hard work that come with it. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. If you're going to do that, then you to say committed because yeah. I'm paying this money. I'm paying, not only am I paying the money, but I'm, I'm sacrificing my, yeah. you know, time, my yep. time. Amen. You know what I mean, I could be going to to a gig or right. you know what I mean to doing something to continue to hone my craft right. or to simply be relaxing. Hello, but here I am, carting you to practice. You know what I mean to watch you walk around and lollygag. Right. What's and, up? You know, I got to go to a game and see you not perform at your highest level. Right. And you know what I mean. Now I'm out here, you know, looking stupid <laughs> because you know I got to be the parent that. You know, that's supposed to sit back and be the greatest cheerleader when I know you're not thriving yeah, no. uh, in your gifts and talents or in your own lane. Or mm-hmm. when I know you're not really putting mm-hmm. in 
you know, substantial effort that you should. Right. Hello. So, yes, we definitely got to know. But I, I appreciate that. Like, so no one to encourage, yeah. not to enable. Right. Um, but then also help them thrive in the sure. process. So I love that. And so if you did have any advice, you know what I'm saying, for the up and coming dads, the ones that's like you that maybe not even thinking about it yet, but it's going to hit them yeah, <laughs> like yeah, all yeah. of a sudden or anybody in between, what would your advice be to them? Uh, uh, advice. So it's no playbook to this thing. You're never <laughs> going to get it all right. Um, yeah. You know, just, just show up as yourself. Good, bad, ugly, and different. You know what I mean? Your kids, um, it's, it's going to appreciate certain aspects of it. And even right. if they may not appreciate it as a kid, you know, they may grow to understand it as an adult. Right. Um, but just your presence alone, man, is simply invaluable. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to have, you know, I used to think like, dang, how can I raise a family if I don't, quote, unquote, have a bag or I'm right. not able to, or I'm not in a good space financially. But at the end of the day, the kids don't care. They don't. Like, as long as they with you, they good. You know what I mean? If it's a winter day, you know what I mean? They're going to put a coat on at the house. I remember my dad, you know what I mean? He, he kind of felt that 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 pressure as a kid. I mean, as a, as, a, as a young parent. But I knew my dad was, you know, in the business of, like, buying and flipping houses or had that vision. So, you know what I mean? I would stay with him as a kid. And I'm just like, yo, my dad, he grinding. I'm going to grind with him. You know what I mean? Right. Like, worst come to worst, I'm going to sleep with a coat. All I know is I want to be with my dad. Like, I don't yep. care about no external cert- circumstances right. or, you know, uh, any inadequacies. You know what I mean? I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm present. You know what I mean? So I saw the, the good. You know what I mean? I saw the bad. And I saw the growth. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? A lot of kids to, to see you, to see your heart, to see your effort, to see your try, to see your mistakes. Yep. And everything is going to be all gravy. Nice. And also, lastly, too, I was going to say, and as a fellow man, also, like, I know you mentioned counseling, a little shout out to that, you know, and all that. But if you also, yes, as a also, like, so I appreciate the advice you gave as a father, but also just as a man. Like, do you also have advice for others, like, as to how they can prioritize better, take better care of themselves, you know, whatever, any of those things? Yeah, for sure. Uh, as as men, we don't like to open up, man. Sometimes we don't feel, <laughs> we don't feel comfortable trusting people, or right. we may feel like, oh, we are square for, you know what I mean, for sharing certain things or having certain vulnerabilities or. Right. Um, but no, nah, it's you, you. You got real feelings. That's a real thing, man. Open up. Let people know, like, yo, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm struggling with. Right. Because you know, can't nobody really help you deal with it or deal with anything if they don't know that it don't exist. Right. So sometimes mm-hmm. you got to take the band aid off and let you know what I mean. Let the doctor, you know what I mean, get to it and get to work. And a lot of times, you know, friends, family counselors, therapists, support groups, so on and so forth. Because I know for me, you know, as a man, you know, uh, you know, I thought I was thorough in a sense. Right. But it was a lot that I hear from so many different people. Right. And, um, and I mean, even as an adult, you know what I mean, as a, you know, as, as, as a young man now, I'm still, you know what I mean, I still try to hide it. And at the end of the day, it's only, I guess, it, it only leads to, like, self-sabotage or, or it only leads to, I guess, more more pressure on yourself because you already know that those feelings exist. Whether you try to hide it or not, it's going to be in the back of your head and it's still mm-hmm. going to be like, yo, uh, we got some unfinished business here. or right. You know what I mean? That you ain't dealt with some past trauma or some, some old feelings or, right. you know what I mean? And you got you to gotta get it out, man. Right. And I mean, even as it relates to, I know a lot of women, some men out there, um, you, you got to close doors, bro. I mean, Right. I, I had a struggle with it too, man. It, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody always want to let go of a good thing or, you know, old friends. But, you know, if you're really trying to build and go in the right direction, sometimes it's best to make, kind of close some doors or to have some tough, courageous conversations. Mm-hmm. So, yes. That's a, that's a real thing. Absolutely is. And y'all heard it. Y'all I'm heard it. Perfect, here. man. Right. Uh, but I'm, I'm striving to be better every day. But that's yeah, I mean, it's all a journey. You know what I mean? Life is, 
it's it's a marathon. It's it's not a race. You ain't got to get it overnight. Nope. You won't get it overnight. Uh, you know it's gonna be trials and tribulations. But you just know that joy coming in the morning. You know what I mean? Shout out to all, my, you know, all the right. believers and stuff out there. You know yes, what I mean? yes. I get it in one time for <laughs> right. Santana. We go to the same church, too, so shout out to that. Yes, yes. But, yeah, um, get roped in, get connected, surround yourself with accountability groups. Seek out some help. You know what I mean? Uh, find that circle of people that you can kind of rely on. Find that place where you get fed right. mentally, uh, intellectually, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it's church or being a part of a club or organization. Right. Um, or just surrounding yourself with just good peers. Absolutely. So yeah, open up, man, get connected and you know, let it out. Absolutely. And then like you said, speaking of support, um, you're also one of my uh actual like male friends. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. also good to have them, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like just, too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like just tonic. having and that's what I'm saying. Like there we gotta also cultivate all those type of relationships, yeah. not just the romantic ones. Right. Just like straight up Healthy like it's yeah, all yeah. that. Yep. Well one time when you couldn't make it to church and I sent you like the notes. You know what I'm right, saying? Like right. catch me up. Let me I know what's going too, on. You know what I'm saying? Your boy's wilding, man. You know what I'm saying? Backslide. No, I'm just saying. But yeah, definitely that encouragement. Sometimes like you know, you may get down or just not be 100% at that moment. But, right. you know, you got good friends that's, that's going to hold you up and, you know, hold you accountable and right. you just to support. So, yeah, I couldn't feed myself at the time. But, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, Melissa was like, yo, I got the notes from church. You know what I'm saying? Here you go. And that was enough to, you know, to feed me, to keep me encouraged, right. keep me uplifted and keep me going. So, yeah, shout out to you once again. Oh, yeah. And same to yeah. you, though. Because, like, and that's what I'm saying. That's a, And now y'all see why he on the show. You know what I'm saying? All that encouragement. <laughs> but I, I just love it. You know what I'm saying? I do appreciate uh, everything uh, that you mentioned. And as a man, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, you know, like that you shared that. And as a father. And like I said, in the dual role of father, but also bonus father. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so, like, we can't commend that enough. But I also appreciate all the encouragement that you gave because it is needed. And I mean, at least y'all heard it. You know what I mean? And so, like, please use that, you know, because that's that's what we made the show for. You know what I'm saying? To really just continue to encourage others. And if there's anything that you resonated with, you know what I'm saying, that stuck out and it's giving you thought to lean into that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's your sign. You know what I mean? To, like, take that and, you know, use that to progress in any way. Um, and, you know, and speaking of that, if you resonate with anything that Ricardo talked about today, out, please tap in. Yeah, exactly. Because you remind the good people where they could find you. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find me on... Uh on Instagram, Gourmet Gent, uh, G-O-U-R-M-E-T-G-E-N-T. So Gourmet is in the food, Gent is in gentlemen. We put hey. it all together, total package, Gourmet Gent. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's a food page, you know what I'm saying, business page, but, I mean, it's my page at, at the right. same time. Yes. So, yeah, hit me up. That's one of the primary uh, modes of communication um, at this time. Uh, yeah, or Gmail, you know what I mean? Uh, a thousand different ways you can reach me. Right. But, yeah, you can definitely hit me, uh, Gourmet Gent, Instagram. And I'll definitely be sure to get connected. I know a lot of people be busy and stuff like that, but right. I always try to tap in and show love. And anybody that messes me is getting is getting love right back. So I appreciate it. Ooh, always, always. And that's how we should always do it. And so with that, thank you, sir, oh, so much for being the on the show. Yeah. And then and thank you all. You know what I'm saying? For tapping in, tuning in, listening in, whatever you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, you support it. We always gonna, you know, appreciate that. And um tune in again uh every other Friday because we're gonna bring you some more. Yeah, and yeah. this month is gonna be all about the daddies, y'all. So we got two more for you. So yeah, look out for that. And um, thank you as always, and thank you. Peace and love.